Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azesu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 261. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Reservation Dogs Season 2, Keep Breathing, The Resort, and Big Brother 24. And as always, the week in sports, the week in punk on collecting, weekly Star Wars moment, and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Sorry for <clears throat> sorry for my messed up voice. I uh, went and seen uh, Anthrax last night and just sang my ass off. So it was I sounded way worse uh, last night and this morning. But uh, we're gonna soldier through this. Uh, it was an awesome time down in uh, Sacramento at the Cal Expo. It was hot, but uh, this old man made it through it. <clears throat> but I had a long uh, few days. Uh, flew out to uh, Oklahoma for the uh, Reservation Dogs Season 2 premiere at the... Ooh, what the hell was that name of that casino? Um, the... River Spirit Casino, I believe. Let me see. Yeah, River Spirit Casino and Resort in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But uh, flew all over the country from Southern California, flew out of Nevada uh, to Nevada, to Phoenix, to Denver, to Dallas, then to Oklahoma. I fly standby, so that that was why there were so many uh, stops. But um, it was good. We made it both ways. Our, we made it the whole way on every flight. We got to sit next to each other, which was, which is really really rare. But uh, it was cool. Shout out to my my buddy Ben down in uh, Texas at Dallas. He told me a little secret that I hadn't known for the past twenty eight years, uh, working for the company. So and it worked. So right on, brother. Thanks. But uh, we got got there. Uh, Russ from Oki Podcast, uh, he picked me up and uh, kind of just laughed around, hung out. But then uh, later that evening, we recorded with uh, King Castro and um, Russ. They have a, a podcast called The Underground Kings, um, and they did uh, they did an they, it's like it's a random show. They just talk about whatever. But since I was going to be there, they were going to. Uh, put me on the chopping block or, or I basically had them on the chopping block. Um, they were asked, they, they made a list of movies that, I mean, iconic movies that they've never seen. Like they've never seen Terminator. They never seen a back to the future jaws, uh, any of the Mad Max films, blade runner. And they were just going down this list. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, I was just kind of just more just like what like what have you guys been doing this whole time? They're they're much younger than me, so but that should be no excuse. So, but it was good. We had a good time. Oh, we had a big uh, 
uh, Marvel and DC conversation before we started with these lists. So it was it was really cool. Also, shout out to Underground uh, Kings Underground Underground Kings podcast. Uh, as soon as it's out, um, I'll uh, check it out. I'll post it everywhere so you guys can hear it. But it was a good time. Shout out to King Castro and and Russ. You guys rock. I saw the next day. Oh, that night after they left, dude. Um, I had sent the Zisu a video and I posted it on Instagram. I think it's gone already. It was just during the stories, but we were sitting there talking, kind of just winding down, getting ready to go to bed, and it was storming and raining. Uh, we went out and ate at Waffle House. Um, for those of you that know what that is, awesome, uh, nice, good, cheap food for the for uh, for your buck. And while we were sitting in there, I kept seeing flashes outside, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then it was lightning, so I was like, oh, "Okay." Looked at the weather. It was getting ready to rain. So it's all right, whatever. So we went back to the house. We're sitting there laughing around. And then it started raining hella hard. And there was thunder and lightning. Then all of a sudden, a tornado warning sound went off. I was like, what the hell? I've never, I've seen it. I've heard it in movies and everything. But never, like, in person or never ever just it was just like that it sounded like it was right outside and I was like I looked at my wife I looked at Russ and Sharman, uh, uh, and they looked at me and I was like what the fuck is going on and they immediately got on their phones and then they started uh, just checking the weather and everything. And I was like, what is that? And they were like, oh, it's a tornado warning. And I was like, okay. I mean, I kind of said it too when we were, before we left and we were at home and I told I was looking at the weather. I said, oh, man, it's going to be storming out there. hope there's no tornado warning or anything. And I must have jinxed myself. But I never, ever heard anything like that. I immediately, I was like, I was all scared. I mean, I was, I didn't care, man. I was scared. I mean, I shit you not, everybody. I was scared. Uh, everyone that was, I, I had posted something on Facebook and everybody started uh, clowning me. The ones that all lived in the area, they're like, ah, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Russ turned on the radio so we can hear the news. And they were talking about, yeah, there's a tornado warning. Uh, in this area, in that area, da 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 da. I didn't. I don't. I don't know that area. I just know Broken Arrow is where we were. So I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm shit, you guys. I was just like, all right, all right. What do we do? And he doesn't have a basement or anything. I, I'm again. I've never been in this situation, so I was scared. I, I don't care what anyone thinks. Um, I went outside really quick. Right at the very end, I was uh, filming. Uh, the sky and it was just flashing everywhere and it was raining and it was like the very very end of the uh, the warning sound because it just kind of faded out so I was standing out there going oh shit and I was like well let me go back inside and see and I was just sitting there and Russ was kind of laughing like dude it's alright it's alright man everything's all good and then my friends started texting me like are you okay what's going on everybody over here on the west coast I said I don't know I mean the the alarm stopped so I assume we're out of danger. So I, it took me a minute to fall asleep, but I eventually fell asleep and uh, we were good all night. Uh, the next day when Russ was sitting there talking to me, he was, I didn't want to say it last night, but the area where they were saying that there was like, should be alarmed was right where we were. 
he said the the storm was right above us, and he said nothing touched down, but that's because I knew I knew you were scared. I didn't want, I didn't want to scare you anymore. I was like oh, but to everyone out there, there they just must be used to it. So okay, I mean right on. I was I was scared shitless. I I didn't know what to expect or anything, but um. That was uh, the excitement for the for the couple of days as I was there. But I mean, I, seriously, everybody, I was scared. I, I didn't care. I don't care who knows. <laughs> I was scared. But uh, we got over that uh, later that evening. We went over to the uh, to the casino to the uh, reservation dog screening. All uh, the weather there, it was other than it was raining, it was hot and humid, and I hate that. So. But once you get in the casino, it was all nice and uh, AC and everything. So we get there. Uh, FX and Hulu really went all out. They had the whole big uh, red carpet and that big banner uh, wall that um, people were walking down and talking, uh, taking pictures. And uh, the news filmed. The news cameras were there. And they just said, all right, everyone, go inside. Uh, we didn't know who, who was there yet. Um, I did uh, run into Ryan Redcorn, I believe. He's one of the writers of the show, so I uh, talked to him for a second. And he, he's really cool. And then um, we went inside. It's in this big, huge theater. You know, I thought it was a movie theater, but it's like a theater where they have shows and everything. So there was uh, two big screens up on the wall on the side, and then there was a big movie screen on the, on the stage. So the uh, I think it was the chairman and the... Uh, the tribal something of the Muscogee Nation. They came out and was thanking everybody. And then a guy from FX came out. And he started talking. And then they brought out. Uh, so we got three cast. Well, before the, the cast members came out, they had um, a video from uh, Sterling Harjo. He wasn't there because he had tested positive for uh, COVID. So he he just filmed a video. He, he was kind of bummed that he, that he couldn't be there, but. Uh, he he showed up or he, he made that video. So he was like, yeah, we, we did a really good job. They're still working on the last few uh, episodes, um, just putting it all together and everything. Uh, Taika wasn't there. So they go, all right, we're going to show you guys the, the first uh, two episodes of, of the season. Um, so enjoy. So before that started, uh, the guy from FX brought out three of the cast members. It was um, uh, Willie Jack, Pauline Alexis, and Cheese, uh, Lane Factor, and the kid that played Daniel, uh, Dalton Kramer. They were there, and they didn't, they didn't even talk. They just kind of just waved and said hey and everything, and then they, they showed the, the show. So we got to watch the first two episodes. Uh, I just watched the trailer for the, for the new season, basically – Almost everything except for a few scenes in this trailer were the first two episodes. So I was like, all right, cool. So like, it was already all spoiled to me on what was going to happen and what was going on uh, in the show. Uh, we always say this. They always put too much in trailers. And uh, definitely they those first two episodes was in that trailer. A lot of it was. A lot of the plot points and everything that was going on. Uh, especially when uh, that scene when Jackie uh, Elvo Guerrero was talking to the um, like the Zolta, Zoltar machine, but it's uh, the the spirit warrior when he's talking. I love that part in the trailer. That's so <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, that that's in the first episode. 
So that was really cool. Uh, and it was funny. There, there was some stuff in there. Um, it's nothing really. It doesn't. It's not no plot points or anything. But um, in the trailer, we see that uh, Laura Dannon and Jackie they left. You guys remember the last season? They took off. They're heading to California. In the trailer, they show their car breakdown, which I said that was stupid. Why did they show that? But in that scene, their car broke down. So they're trying to uh, to get a ride, uh, hitch a ride, and they this guy picked him up, and he was all weird, and he was like, uh, "Well, what's your names?" And Jackie went, um, "Janet," and then he looked at Laura Dan, and "Well, what's your name?" And he went, "She went, um, Jackson," and he went, "So Janet and Jackson." He went, "Okay, right on." He goes, "Well, straight up, you told me." Uh, <laughs> I was, it was everybody, and there was someone else. That they were talking to, and the, and they asked them what their names was. And Jackie said, "My name's Mariah," and the Laura Dan said, "My name's Carrie," and the lady went, "Mariah Carrie, okay." <laughs> so that was a little funny. The guys that write this story are obviously children of the '80s and '90s, so there's a lot of little jokes in there. There were some other things in there that nobody caught. Uh, for those of you that uh, that know Willow, I mean, everyone knows the Laura Dan is a character in Willow. But there was once there was a line I can't really remember what it was, but it was said in there. I was the only one that laughed in that whole place, and I was like, "Oh, that well, shows you my age." But huh. there was some other thing. There was some other things that happened in it that made me laugh hella hard. But uh, it was it was really cool. Oh, I also got I also met. I didn't even know uh, they were there. Um, there was three other gentlemen that were there at the screening, and uh, I got to talk to them. I was kind of just looking around the the crowd and I saw these two guys and I was looking at them in the show. They looked all rough. They were um, they were patron, the bar patrons in um, in Muggy's bar. If you guys remember in the last season, they there. I think they were in the first episode of this season. Um, they were in it. Uh, Todd Jenkins and Mark Hansen. They played uh, uh, Todd Jenkins. They, they're just la- labeled as Barfly. Uh, but Todd Jenkins was the one, uh, they call him White Wizard. He was the one, if you guys remember that episode, when uh, Willie Jack wanted to uh, get a um, a curse put on Jackie. And uh, he would he was talking to, to Willie Jack, and she was he, he was like, you know what, give me that hair. I think I could do something. So she so he she gave him the hair. So it was that guy and his buddy that was sitting right next to him. Uh, I was sitting, I, nobody was really going up to them. I saw them and I walked over and I said, were you the two guys in the bar? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh man, you guys are awesome. Last season and the scene they showed them in this one, I was like, oh cool, right on. You guys were, were hella funny. And right on, man, thanks. So I got pictures with them. Uh, also, um, Jim, Jumbo, uh, Bobby Wilson, he was the um, the guy that was working in the dispensary. Uh, in that same episode with the with the two guys when they went in, into Muggy's bar, he was the one. Um, he's also on uh, Rutherford Falls. He's one of the casino workers. Um, he's hella funny. He's also one of the writers on the show. So he he was there, and I got to talk to him. He was hella cool. And then uh, when we were walking away, we were leaving. We we're gonna um, we were just kind of making our way out of the casino, and uh, Russ stopped and he was talking to this kid. I saw him earlier, but he, it didn't recognize who he was. Uh, his name was uh, Xavier Big Pond. He played Wheeze 
he was one of the um, the, the Indian Mafia. Uh, he was a younger one because I asked him. I said, "How did you How did you get in this show?" He goes, "Oh, my mom uh, got me in the show." And I was like, "What? How?" She goes, "He goes, I didn't even know." She said, "Come on, I want you to be in this in this in this thing." And he was like, "Okay." So he just went along, didn't know what he was doing. And then they told him, "All right, here, this is what you're gonna do." And they put him in in the in the series. So he was like, "Yeah, it was it was crazy." And what we did, if you guys have seen the new trailer, there's a scene when uh, Willie Jack is talking to him, talking to White Steve. Um, there's uh, two guys that are dressed up as luchadors. Uh, Xavier um, Weez, he's the guy that's on the roof that falls off. <laughs> and I said, "Was that you on the roof?" They, that this is in, uh, I think it's in the first or second episode. I can't remember. I said, was that you on the roof? He goes, yeah, that was me up there. But I said, did you fall off? He goes, no, uh, someone else came in and did that part. So, but it was really cool. He, I, he was just like really humble and didn't, he wasn't like full of himself or anything. And I was just like, wow. He goes, yeah, I didn't, I had no idea I was going to be in this. Then my mom just said, come on, you need to be in this. And I showed up and they put me in it. And I went, oh, right on. He said he was 15. When he did the first season, and I think he's 16, almost 17 right now. Uh, but he was a really cool kid. Uh, Russ knew him, so hopefully uh, at some point uh, I can reach out to that guy and uh, talk to him some more. So it was really cool to go to get to see those two episodes, and uh, it was awesome. I had a really good time. Before we left, we went and re-recorded with um, the Toke Signals, Isaiah and Josh. We went out and sat outside uh, by the river. If you guys listen to Toke Signals, it was just what they do. And we kind of talked about season two, but then we veered off into all kinds of other things. And um, yeah, but it was really fun to sit down uh, with them. Uh, it was myself, Josh, Isaiah, Russ, uh, Josh's wife, and I. Oh, and uh, Trisha, she's um, the host of the um, Restless Native podcast. Um, it was cool to hang out with her. Uh, I'm going to be on her show eventually. I'm not really sure when she's supposed to reach out to me. Plus, she's going to be on mine. So shout out to Trisha Rock. Um, but everyone else I got to see out there that I saw the last, the met the last time, uh, it was really cool. I'm going back out there in October. Russ is hosting a uh, native comedy show. So I'm going to go out there and check that out. But uh, I can't wait for everyone to see these first two episodes. I'm not sure if they're dropping the first two episodes all at once. Uh, I know they did last season, so hopefully they're going to do it again. And I believe it's uh, August 3rd, um, and that's on uh, Tuesday. I'm sure they'll drop at midnight, uh, Tuesday night. So, But I'm going to be there to watch them. Well, once they drop, I'm going to watch them again. It was a really good time. Uh, I'm glad I was able to go. Um, they said tickets went hella fast, but when I guess a lot of people didn't show up because the theater was huge. Because I remember turning around looking up towards the top. And there was a lot of empty seats up there. So, um, and I know a lot of people, some of my other friends are like, do you know anyone else who wants to? I said, I don't know. Everybody I know is here right now. So uh, I don't know. So next time they said, yeah. Uh, I told Russ, definitely let me know when they uh, do it again after for season three. They didn't announce that there was going to be a season three, but the FX guy said, all right, we'll see you guys here next year for season three. So I'm taking that, 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 that season three was greenlit because he was the way he was talking about it. He said that this was like the biggest show FX has ever done. I mean, not the biggest show, but uh, it was like a runaway hit. They had no idea what they had and they had no idea that it was going to take off the way it did so fast. 
Because I said a lot of the other shows they have, yeah, they're still going, but it took a minute for them to gain some speed. They said once reservation dogs hit, boom, it just took off and it was already out the gate. So that's real. That was really cool to hear because uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to even get a season two. So, but this show was so good, not just because I'm, I'm Native American and and these kids are, but it it was an awesome show because this show spoke to me, and it spoke to a lot of people, a lot of and people in the indigenous communities uh, throughout America and Canada and everywhere else in the world. So, uh, it was an amazing show. I, I was shocked on what it was, what it was, what it is, and what it was, and what it's doing to pop culture, what it's doing for TV, and what it's just doing for indigenous communities on how much. Uh, everybody loves this show, and these four little characters that are in it uh, is just amazing. Oh, Laura Dan and Bear Cheese and Willie Jack, uh, Jackie and the other guys uh, in the Indian Mafia, and uh, Mose and Miko, Lil Mike and Funny Bone, those guys as well. Also, got to give a shout out to Jack or Marcel uh, White Steve, he's awesome, and uh, Rita Sarah Podminski, I think that's her name, and Zahn is big. Uh, John Proud stars Leon, Willie Jack's mom. Uh, Gary Farmer, Uncle Brownie, he's amazing. And um, what's his nuts? Um, God damn it. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> uh, he, he just got an honorary Academy Award. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about. He was... Um, uh, uh, the guy with the string theory book. Uh, he was the, he was a mystery man. Um, he was he shot Val Kilmer in Heat. West Studi. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's good to see him in that. Oh, that episode with him and Uncle Bronny was hilarious. They show that in the trailer too. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff uh, that's good in these first two episodes, and and I just cannot wait to see the rest. I mean, even the guy for FX was saying. That these next season, this next two or these next season, I believe we're getting 10 episodes this season. They said it's just amazing. Even uh, Sterling, when he was talking about it, he was saying that this stuff, if you guys like season one, you're really going to love season two because they said there's a lot more stuff in it that they can do. They got a much bigger, bigger budget. Uh, so it's it's going to be cool because from what I understand, they said it was uh the set was really kind of laid back that first season, but now since it's a hit, it, it got a little strict. So, but I don't know. We'll see uh, on how it goes. But yeah, the first two episodes were awesome. I don't know if there's names for them yet. They usually wait until it actually airs. But uh, yeah, on uh, August 3rd, it hits. And then every Wednesday, I believe, uh, for the rest of the season, uh, it's going to come out. So it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, to watch them again, and I can't wait for all you guys to see it. And again, shout out to FX, uh, Sterling, and Taika for making this amazing show, and all the cast members, Devery, uh, Lane, Paulina, Elva, Elva, and geez, I can never sound, Bear's name, DeFaro, I think that's his name. Uh, awesome, awesome uh, young brothers and sisters, and I, I wish nothing but the best for them to uh, move forward. Um, Elva Guerrero, she was in Dark Wind, so check, if you guys haven't seen that yet, check that out. And Little Mike and Funny Bone, Mike Bone, definitely check out their music. They're cool, little, cool guys. Um, yeah, but Reservation Dodge Season 2, the first two episodes, awesome. Can't wait to watch it again. And TV, that is all I got, except for 
our next conversation. <laughs> what else you got for TV? Uh, yeah, before I get into the Big Brother stuff, I guess I'll do two quick hits. Um, streaming shows. Uh, first one, a Netflix show. I was intrigued to check out because it was the number one, you know, how they do the rankings, top 10 shows, most watched. And it's uh, currently, as of earlier today, the number one show watched. It's a Netflix original. Um, oh, when you click on Netflix, it's says keep breathing but uh if you look interestingly on um, imdb they just call it breathe keep breathing original title uh described as when a small plane crashes in the middle of the canadian wilderness a lone woman must battle the elements and odds to survive and that's basically what it is and that's why i was intrigued it's only six episodes uh, it's a it says limited series which means this is it. It's not like going to be like a multi-season thing. So basically it's just a maxi movie. They could have made this a, probably a three hour movie and decide, decided instead just to break it up into six parts. So, uh, that's what they did. And, uh, you kind of sold me with just that premise that I would be in. Uh, honestly, I love, those kind of movies they usually make a lot of them like uh, what used to be like straight to dvd type movies but it's just that like battle to survive battle against the wilderness plane goes down something goes wrong like you know like the gray comes to mind so that's kind of uh, the vibe i get for this one have you even heard of this one no i haven't but you're selling it to me yeah it's, i think you'd like how it. long is it uh, like I said, six episodes, they're only half hour each. So okay. you can watch the whole series in three hours. <laughs> half but, hour, so. man. And, yeah. and it's action or a little bit. It's, you know, like survival, you know, like I said, she goes, the plane goes down in the middle of nowhere, Canadian wilderness. And, uh, it's yeah, he's left, uh, it's called uh, Keep Breathing. Uh, but if you look it up on uh, IMDb, they just describe it as breathe. Mm. So. But yeah, it's cool. And uh, yeah. When did this come out? Uh, just did. I don't know if the... the well, let's see what the IMDb says. Uh, July 28th. So that was it just what? came out. Yeah, last this last Thursday. We're recording this on a Sunday. So, uh, but yeah, uh, earlier today when I was just uh, looking around, fiddling around uh, with the uh, looking on streaming, I was like, I, it caught my eye that it was the number one streaming thing. So I was like, okay, sure, <laughs> give it a try. At least be able to talk about it, you know. Not only half see half hour. Oh man. Yeah, like I should have just been. I bet it was. They probably wanted to do a movie, and they were like, "Ooh, this is probably too long, three hours." You know, they're like, "Let's just cut it up." (laughs) I clicked on it. I'm watching the trailer. So she crashes in a plane. Yeah. A little uh, prop prop plane in in the water. Yeah. So let me give you a a little spoiler. It's not really a spoiler because you know she crashes. she didn't need to be in this situation. She was like, I need to get to this place. I need to go. Like, 
please let me come with you. I'm quiet and like, let me on. And so <laughs> she really didn't have to be in this situation, but uh, trying to uh, rush to a situation uh, found herself in this spot. <laughs> Did you finish the whole thing? No, not yet. Just uh, I'm okay. basically halfway. First three. All right, look, I'm not listening. I'm just watching the trailer. It looks like there's a lot going on uh, in this. <clears throat> a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. Of, uh, of her um, life. That is a thing, too. And honestly, that's probably my least favorite part about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh, it looks like, she, looks like she really gets hurt at one point. He's laying yeah, there and all like, beat up and she looks bloody. Yeah, I was like, uh I, I would almost rather, I get it. I totally get it, but I would rather they just stay with the survival storyline. Like I get it. Her, you know, her flashbacks and stuff involve like her life and what's going on with her and you know, why she's even at where she's at right now. So did you read the synopsis? No. All right, well, when a small plane crashes in the middle of a Canadian wilderness, a lone woman must battle the elements and odds to survive. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sold. And, and, and what you said and what I'm seeing in this trailer, all right, I'm in. My God, uh, well, sure. <laughs> it looks like it's short, so I, I can zip through it because I'm still oh, trying to yeah. get through Outer Range and the Terminal List. Um. Right. Oh man, see those are two Amazon shows I'm trying to get through, and right. uh, Better Call Saul started back up, so I'm, I'm getting through that as well. Um, Did you, I'm so sad that I'm not able to keep up right now. Um, Did you hear what the uh, most recent episode is called? Is titled Breaking Bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but uh, <laughs> so I was um, like, Eric, oh, Eric, they go. Eric saw something. He. He's not going to watch it until it's on Netflix or whatever. Or maybe when the season's over, they'll put the whole thing back on AMC Plus because all the first few episodes are gone. They, oh. they took it off. I was like, that's stupid. Why don't they just <laughs> leave leave it on there? But nope. Yeah, especially so, for I don't like know. a pay service like that, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. I figure maybe uh, when it's all over with, they'll put them back or it's going to wait for Netflix because this is the final season, right? Right. This is it. And uh, who knows when or if uh, we'll revisit this universe. I've said, well, it's been a while, but I've said many times on the show that uh, Breaking Bad is far and away my all-time number one. I just love it so much. uh, And Better Call Saul's a a worthy successor. So I am sad that I wasn't able to keep up with this last season, but uh, I'll watch it when I can. It's more exciting, but it's like really not about uh, Jimmy McGill, aka Saul. It's more of all the Gus and Mike and and all that stuff. I mean, it's good, but it's I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, there was a scene in it in Breaking Bad that um, Eric caught because he he zipped through the whole first season twice. Or um, the whole series twice because he watched it once and then he started watching it with um, his mom. But uh, there's a character in this. Uh, he's like one of the cartel guys. 
the hell's his name? He's one of the big guys. Um, I can't find him. His name in in Breaking Bad. There's a scene when uh, Jesse and and Walt um, kidnapped uh, Saul, and Saul right. goes, "Did did so and so send you?" And it's right. he's talking about one of these guys in this because Jesse and and Walt are like, "Who? What?" And then I think Saul realized, okay, that they weren't. So there's, there's somebody in this. I can't remember his name. It's because uh, right now there's, yeah. there's all kind I mean, of that heavy stuff sense. going on. <laughs> so it's crazy. Eric caught it, and I was like, uh, I was cool. like, I, I must, I didn't, wasn't paying attention because when I when I went through that whole season, none of this was going on. So, but. Uh, it's awesome on what's happening now. Those first couple seasons, it was like, yeah, all right, whatever, because it was just him dealing with his brother and that other asshole, um, Howard Hillman. Uh, I was just kind of like, uh, come on, get, get to something exciting. And then now it's really exciting, and it's about to end. And I assume Jesse and the gang are uh, – Finally coming in uh, into play, so I'm I'm excited. I still want to know what happens to Kim. I, either she just takes off, or she gets killed. So I don't know. We'll yeah, see. One of those, because <laughs> <laughs> we never hear about her right, ever right, again. Right. Yeah. So, um, exactly. Where are we right now? I, the I think point and shoot is what the last one I watched. Fun and games, uh, so Nippy should be out, and I guess Breaking Bad that episode, episode eleven comes out uh, tomorrow. Ooh, maybe at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see uh, on what what's happening. But what, what's going on right now is awesome. Uh, I love it. So yeah, you're gonna have to wait until you watched yep. all season five, didn't you? Right. All right, well, you're going to have to wait until it's either back up or hits um, Netflix or yeah. other places. Right. <laughs> I've right. seen it. But, uh, yeah, just wait for Netflix. So I don't have to, you can just zip through the whole thing. But, yeah, better better call Saul, man. It looks like there is three more episodes, and that's it. The last episode comes out August 15th, and... Uh, I assume it just rolls right into Breaking Bad, and that's gonna make me want to start that again uh, yeah. and watch. It. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Love it. Such a huge fan. I've got uh, two copies of Blu-ray. <laughs> I got the seasons as they came out, and then when it was all done, I got that uh, the barrel drum set. <laughs> oh, you did end up getting that one? Yeah. I it's funny because like obviously I'm I'm glad I have it. It wasn't one of those things where I was like I ordered it first when I see I saw it, but then I saw it at Costco and it was like great price. It was like like half off basically. I was like I I can't not get this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, other than breathe or keep breathing, what else? All right, the next one I have, uh, streaming over on Peacock. I heard about this because uh, I saw they were going to be at Comic-Con. They were going to show 
I don't know how many episodes, maybe just the first one, but uh, they were there to promote it for Peacock. And this is The Resort, exploring love and weird things we do in the name of it, encased in an elaborate true crime conspiracy uh, with Christine Malati, William Jackson Harper, and our guy that we met at the vacation screening at Comic-Con, Skylar Gisondo. <laughs> Uh, which is always funny, like when you get a picture with somebody before they really uh, make it big. Not that he's making it big yet. He's, you know, <laughs> kind of uh, uh, not the main, not really the main focus of this show. So, but uh, yeah, he's in it. So uh, this is a eight episode uh, series. They threw the first three up. Uh, and then I guess every Thursday uh, until it's over, it'll uh, continue to go up. But yeah, uh, oh, I forgot to mention uh, the probably the biggest draw to this for me is that uh, Sam Ismail, the creator and everything of Mr. Robot which I love so much. It uh, was the inspiration for the name of our podcast. Uh, F Society in Mr. Robot became E Society, Entertainment Society for us. So uh, Sam Excellent is one society. of those guys. On, what's that? Excellent Society or Extreme Society or whatever you guys want to come up with an E. Yeah. Whatever, whatever well, you guys want to. Entertainment. So. <laughs> That's what I told everyone. What does E stand for? Whatever you want it to be. The e I always society. say entertainment. So. <laughs> that's what i say but yeah i agree uh, anything works because we usually do anything yeah that's why it's like that goes works. into anything but uh yeah anyways the fact that he's involved in this he didn't direct it but he did produce it so uh i was also a fan he did after mr robot he did that show for amazon homecoming and i loved that show they did two seasons of it uh they were connected, but very different. And um, I just like his his style of storytelling. This one, interestingly here, you can feel like it's got a little bit of the Samus male vibe, but also you can tell it's somebody else. And my explanation, it really kind of is that. It, it is kind of more of like a um, relationshipy show. But the main premise is this couple current day uh 2022 goes on vacation uh, i think they've been married around 10 years so you know they're kind of in their rhythms and whatnot and um they're here to just mess around it turns out uh, the the woman she finds this cell phone and is like intrigued to figure out like what what is this all about so she goes into town and she's able to get a replacement old phone and it turns out the phone was uh from 2007 and that's where this other storyline comes into play where the uh skylar gisando character comes and there's a 2007 storyline involving him uh where he goes on vacation with his uh family and his girlfriend and then like on the plane he he finds kind of uh, text and photo evidence that his uh, girlfriend is cheating on him with her, with a professor uh, at school or something like that. So uh, he's thrown off by that and he's open to like meeting somebody 
when they're on vacation. So it's kind of like jumps back and forth between the two timelines because basically um, this isn't too much of a spoiler either. The person that Skylar Gassando meets in 2007, um, they go missing, never found. So in the current 2022 timeline, the main characters, Christina Milati and William Jackson Harper, uh, they kind of almost like to like, they're in a rut, almost like spice up the marriage, especially she gets super hyped about wanting to, let's dig into a mystery, let's figure this out. So I like that part as far as like, I usually love like a good mystery and stuff like that. So it's got that like element of it. And then, like I said, it jumps back and forth between the 2022 and the 2007 timelines. So but yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Nick Offerman's also in it, little bit part. So, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I watched all three episodes, and the next one comes out uh, this next Thursday. Sorry, everyone, about the quality. I don't know why it's the weather season because I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> it just so. So I don't know what we do then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like maybe the last few seconds of what you were talking about. I heard everything else before that. Then it just kind of went, ap, 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 but uh, we're all right. all right. What was that again? What was that again? I'm sorry. The resort. The resort. On Peacock. All right. I was watching the trailer. Looked, looked all right. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely interested. I'm also, usually if you take your show to Comic-Con, I'm at least willing to give you a a shot. Like, you're probably going to be interesting enough to at least check out if you're bringing your show to (laughs) Comic-Con. I remember I watched uh, the the pilot episode of um, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, uh, the first season. And the episode they showed us was not what aired. Oh, it wow. Was, it was like a pilot to the pilot, I guess. I guess they showed it and maybe they were, I don't know if they asked us. I, mean, I don't remember that anyone saying anything because I was like, all right, I was sold on what it was. I, I was going to continue to watch it. And when the show finally came out, I was like, what is this? This ain't what we watched. It was like totally different. So, I don't know. But the show went on, went two seasons, and then they left us on a cliffhanger. And uh, I don't know. The show just got canceled. But I did. I met that kid that played John Connor. And I asked him, I was like, what happened? He goes, you're, (laughs) I'm just as clueless as you. He goes, they just told us it was canceled, and that was it. I was like, oh, man. That's That's like the mist. Um, right. I was at the I was at that panel, and they were showing us stuff, and I think it went one season, and that was it, and it got canceled. But um, I don't know. I want to know because the way it ended, I was like, "Well, what's going to happen?" And then pfft, nothing. So, I don't know. Ah, it's tough to make TV series, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But maybe it has gotten easier, the fact that, like, these streaming services, like, at the very least, you're going to get your 
you're one season. It's not like you're going to get pulled. Like the way it used to be on regular TV is like they'd air an episode or two. If it didn't do good, plug pulled, you know, like you're, that's over. You're not getting any more about like a couple episodes, you know? Have you ever been to a taping of a live TV show? Never have. Uh, Renee and I, when we first started seeing each other, we went on, we went on a trip to uh, L.A. and did the whole L.A., Hollywood, Universal, and walking around Hollywood Boulevard in front of the Chinese theater, the Man's Chinese Theater. There was people standing there. Hey, we got uh, tickets to go see a taping of... Um, What's Nell? Not Nell. Yeah, Nell Harper. Uh, Mama's family. Um, she had a TV show. What the hell is her name? Someone's yelling it at me. <laughs> um, God damn it! She's saying uh, the lights went out, and the night the lights went out in Georgia. Um. Oh man, I love Mama's family too, and I. Once I see her name, it's going to just kick me in the face. But uh, I know some one of you guys. Yeah. Anyway, she had a TV show and they were like, well, you want to go see a, a tape into that? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go see that. Because I did watch her show. Um, but I never got into um, uh, uh, Vicky Lawrence. Uh, that's her name. Yeah, Vicky Lawrence had a TV show. And I watched it every now and then. But then um, this other guy uh, was also given tickets to a short-lived TV show called Joe's Life. Um, it was the story of the, a guy, when we saw it, he was um, the episode that we, we saw that they filmed. Okay, it was 1993 when that show aired. I think it only went like maybe two or three episodes and then it got yanked. It was supposed to be from the producers of uh, um, Roseanne at the time. And it starred uh, Peter Honoratini. I think that's his name. The episode we saw, he was uh, he owned a bar. And it was funny. I mean, it was cool to see how they how they filmed it we got with the whole set was right there in front of you and the audience is sitting there but when it aired he owned a bakery so we're <laughs> like this isn't this isn't what we saw so Whoa. uh yeah it, it it didn't it didn't go very long um it says that it, it had 11 episodes it did not make it did the, if they if it did it didn't uh it didn't air all 11. Right. Because right. I think it would, because I was watching it. Yeah. yeah. It only went like a few episodes and then it got yanked. That so used to I don't, I don't. A lot. Uh, I remember like, oh, yeah, is episode three of this going to happen? They're like, no, we're just going to play reruns of this. And I was like, really? You feel better about playing reruns of this than the third episode of this new series? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, that because I think they just showed old Roseanne. I don't know, but they they didn't finish it because I was like, "That's it." I think I was just more turned off the fact that it wasn't the episode we saw, right? Because right. when it when it, oh yeah, Joe's life, and but I remember watching the trailer going, 
wait, what's this? And then when we saw the episode, it was pretty much the same story, but instead of taking place in a bar, it was in a, a bakery. And I was like, hmm, all right, whatever. All right, I was like, all right, it was cool to sit in there. And the thing, the other thing that was cool was um the Pretty Little Liars. Wait a minute, what's this? That looks like indie. Oh, we'll get to Big Brother in a minute, everyone. Um, uh, the uh, the um, uh, the studio. They were telling us they were like, "Yeah, uh, here, here's the tickets. Here's the address. You, you got to show, you got, you got to show up there as quick as possible." So we we're like, "What?" Because they said it's first come, first serve, and and if you're not there, then you can't get in. We're like, okay. So we kind of just went back to the car and drove. We went. We were in some neighborhood. Next thing you know, you come around the corner and there's a huge uh, TV studio, like in a neighborhood. I was like, all right, uncle. I guess this is this is how they do it in Hollywood. So, but yeah, it was cool to see how they did it. But it, we were we were sitting there. I hope this is a show that like hits, so we can say, yeah, we were at the first episode. No, we were at the one that bombed and uh, <laughs> didn't. Uh, I would probably be interested in seeing the rest of uh, it. I don't even know if it's streaming anywhere. Probably not. I don't want to waste uh, any airtime. But yeah, it, it, it's cool to see how they do it. I've never been into. Oh, I've been to that, seeing a live uh, TV show, being the live studio audience. And I've been to The Price is Right a couple times. That was fun. Even if you didn't get on stage, it was fun just to be in there. And it looks nice and huge on uh on tv but when you're in that room it's small it's really small and if you're sitting in that front row or the first few front rows you can't see nothing because all the cameras are in the way i think to me the best seats are the ones in the back because you get to see the whole production you can see you can see everything yeah if you're sitting in the front you know you can see the back and the butts of the cameraman that's it so but (laughs) whoo Any other TV? Just Big Brother. So, yeah, I heard I heard your complaints, everyone. We want we'll do our own uh, Big Brother anchor and we'll really dive into it. But for now, we'll uh, we'll make a quick quick hits. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, my quick hits for the week is that uh, this ended up being one of the best weeks of Big Brother since I've been watching live far and away. As uh, the last two seasons were the seasons I watched live, uh, All Stars, and then last season, the cookout season. And both of those seasons kind of went in order, no surprises. Uh, what was most interesting about this week is for the first uh, two weeks going into the third week, uh, kind of the mistreatment of Taylor in the house. It started with Paloma, and I think that's one of the things that uh, kind of. Uh, contributed to her mental health collapse and drove her to leave the game first. Uh, but it did actually save Taylor in the game, interestingly, because uh, there's no way that uh, they would have voted out Terrence week one. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, what they've been calling, uh, you know, these microaggressions and this dogpiling just it was crazy. And uh, it all kind of led to this moment where, it's just nuts to see. It's it's one of the, the the most mad I've been watching, especially like 
these last three seasons. Like, don't get me wrong, like nothing tops uh, whatever that was, season 14 or 15, the Aaron season that was like the most racist person ever. Like nothing can top that as far as terrible. But uh, this was pretty bad in that um, Nicole, mad about her game, comes out of the diary room, upset. Everybody thinks that uh, she's lost her mom or something's wrong with her mom or mom's sick. And she's just upset about the game. And then at the same time, and this isn't even like, exaggerated in the episode i was seeing it on the feeds at the same time that nicole's like oh, hey taylor she's an awful horrible despicable person taylor's in the living room being like i'm not religious but can we like pray for her and then she comes in the room and is basically like hey don't worry about me in this game do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself like this is all about you and this and that. So if you need to step out, then go ahead. And Nicole completely took it the wrong way and was like, oh, how dare you? She's telling me to, to quit, to leave the game. I wouldn't do that. And she goes to tells her closest guy, uh, Daniel, and he completely goes off on her, yells at her in a completely inappropriate manner. It was just really ridiculous. And... <laughs> Really, Taylor truly doesn't deserve any of this, but uh, the amazing part of it is it led to, this is pretty much almost never happened in the 24 seasons of the series. There can be alliances, dominant alliances, but they don't usually form this way. They've never come where these like outsiders, the underdogs, have actually gotten together. In the history of the show, they always try to get in with the crowd in power and then they always are just used and picked off and that's just the nature of the show so it pretty it's pretty amazing uh inspiring it was like an avengers assemble moment when the leftovers came together uh, it was very exciting and um you know it would have been nice obviously to get rid of uh, nicole or daniel first as uh they were such aggressors here. There's other people in the house, too. A lot of these girls, girls, that's their alliance. Uh, they've been pretty much dogpiling, saying crazy stuff. And um, that led Turner in his speech to kind of call the house out. Like, I've heard you guys, you know, behind closed doors saying some crazy stuff. Like, I can't believe I'm the youngest person and I need to step up and and you know, stop this. But uh, what they chose to do, and actually in a way is kind of brilliant, they are playing a game here at the end of the day, is they decided to um, take basically the planner, the brain of the other side, Amira, and they put her on the block. First, they blindsided her at the veto meeting. That never happens. And what's crazy on the show is they didn't even show how crazy the feeds were last Monday for about six hours. Um, some of the best feeds I've ever seen. Everybody lost their mind after um, Turner put up uh, Amira and Terrence on the block. Um, Everybody's like, what is he doing? He doesn't have the votes. He's a he's a lone wolf. He's rogue. This is stupid. Why did he do that? And everybody was losing their mind. Nicole had another freak out where she was like, oh, you can't trust anybody. She went out to the backyard, fell out of the hammock. It was, it was a crazy day. And it all led to the live eviction Thursday where everybody was like, oh, yeah, like 
like Terrence is only going to get one sympathy vote from Daniel and instead his vote plus the leftovers evicted Amira. So it was a blindside eviction and uh, really an amazing week. And uh, the leftovers have flipped the power. The other side of the house is pretty much in shambles, not trusting each other. Alyssa and Indy don't trust Daniel and Nicole. Uh, Terrence is not in the leftovers, but he's basically an ally of theirs. So uh, we're in a very interesting state, most likely uh, at the veto meeting tomorrow. Uh, Alyssa and Indy are are nominated right now. Monty is the current uh, week four head of household. Uh, Kyle and Daniel have the veto, but only one of them has to decide to use it. If it was up to both of them, it wouldn't get used because Daniel wouldn't use it because then Nicole's going to go up. So uh, Nicole and Taylor are going to go up on the block and they're going to sell the idea that Taylor's going, Taylor's the target, but she won't. And Nicole will go this Thursday and leftovers will continue. But uh, yeah, I was so excited about this week and I wanted to talk with you about it. So I sent you all those clips that I just described. What did you think? (laughs) These guys need to realize this is a game. It was killing me. What's her name? Was crying around. Oh, I don't want no one being mad at me, Taylor. I was like, shut up. It's a game. Play the game. And I'll, especially when, um, what's his name, flipped out. Uh, Daniel on uh, Taylor, don't ever talk to me. From here on out, don't talk to me. Uh, whatever else he said, I was just like, uh even None of these, no, nobody's playing the game right. Online. Play the game. Don't try to, oh, they're, she's cool or he's cool and we're going to form an alliance. In the end, there's only one winner. And whoever wins is going to win billion dollars or, or whatever it is. Because you're going to, at, at some point, <laughs> you're half to going to turn on your so-called friends or whatever. Oh, yeah. But so it's just, I'm just hoping the leftovers can make it to the seven. Maybe there'll be a, a flip before then, but I'm just happy it happened because otherwise it kind of, with Amira leading that side of the house, it would have, it would have gone in order. Like things wouldn't have been spicy, but we just like spiced things up. So I'm excited. And <laughs> Nicole crying around. I was like, uh, shut up. Everyone, I didn't watch the whole episode. I only watched like clips that that Zizu told me to watch, but that was enough to like, I hate everyone except for India. (laughs) Give me a call. (laughs) But she was even off crying somewhere. I was like, oh, don't make her cry. And yeah. Brittany, Brittany's cute, but I don't know, man. She's getting on my nerves. Uh, Alyssa gets on my nerves, period. I'm glad Amira's gone. She was whining around. Daniel, they need to kick him out. Yep. And, uh, I hope, uh, what's his name, Terrence wins the whole thing. I kind of like Turner. He seems cool. But yeah. Came he out. was, everybody's like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. But Nicole, they need to get rid of her. Yeah, she's going. She's going this week. I'm excited because I can't wait to see um, Paloma, the first that left. She finally made her first statements. And she relied on the classic go-to. And I can't stand it. I hate it. The... Uh, Oh, you don't see everything on the show. The live feeds don't show anything. To me, I hate that excuse because what we didn't see doesn't excuse what we did see. 
There's nothing you could have done that did excuse what we did see. So I hate when the the players rely on, oh, you didn't see everything. The feeds don't show everything. doesn't matter. We, well, we saw what we saw. That doesn't take away anything that else that could have happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, these, these guys are killing me. I will cry around. <laughs> well, let me I give you... It. Let me they give you one me on this show and just say, yeah. look, this is what's going to, they'll probably kick me off as soon as I, like, this guy's, this guy knows what's up. So they'll throw, throw me out, but I'm just like, you, you, you actually feel a lot like Terrence to me. The game that Terrence is playing feels like the game you would play. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's why I want him to win. It's just like, he's been around the yeah. block. I mean, these guys are just kids that don't know no better. And yeah. obviously you could tell. Uh, Indy, I love you, but she's only there for the exposure. Oh, I'm looking at, I'm looking, I'm looking at pictures of her now. She don't need this show. I mean, she's no. a model. And but, she uh, wants to go on Big Brother Brazil, which is crazy that she's like unhappy about stuff here. From what I've heard, Big Brother Brazil is even more intense. So, <laughs> well, if she gets on that. I'm watching that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hey, Daniel's uh, getting on my nerves. Throw him out. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go too. I hope he doesn't make it to jury. I want him out before, so he he'll be fine if he has to go to jury. But uh, I don't want him out, so whatever he'll have to answer for things. Because if you're out before jury, then you you get to, to talk to the media. Um, I do got to say, Amira in her interviews, she's well spoken, and um, it was good to hear her like side of things and she also didn't run from the fact that um, they were dogpiling and bullying and she wished she would have done something she wish she was sitting there when daniel went off and she says i wish i would have said something but i was like caught in the game and everything like that so i get that but um i got to give you the update on uh, kyle and uh, Alyssa. um very really quick, r- r- really quick before you dive into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Brother Twenty Four spoilers. Fans call out Indy for making physical threats towards Brittany. Uh, house guests cannot have one peaceful night inside the house after shaking up the game. The first blindside eviction of the summer. The cast has was in disarray on Thursday, July twenty eighth, according to Big Brother Twenty Four spoilers. When it came to close uh, to the next have nots, Indy Santos had made a few comments that rubbed. Some fans the wrong way. What threats were those? Um, so I don't know if I know the the Britney ones, but I know she did say. And to me, like, don't get me wrong, it's wrong. But I feel like there's been worse. And I'm not saying like somebody's background or nationality should excuse them. But I also feel like. Some of the stuff she said, like, yes, it's wrong. But also when she says it, like, it feels more just like spicy, like kind of like trash talk. But so the one thing she said that was kind of offensive about Taylor was she wanted to uh, throw hot soup in her face. So that was uh, a bit much. But, um, yeah, I'm not surprised the whole Britney thing. They just got to be careful. Honestly, like, I don't know. She's been back and forth, too, on the idea of jury. I think she'd be fine going to jury. I definitely, like, I, I, yeah, I'm just glad Nicole's not going to be there because I feel like she could poison 
the jury. So with her ways, but I think Indy will be fine. Um, we'll see, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought she like threatened to beat someone up. No, she just I said, mean, she, did she oh, have hot soup in her hands? When no, she made this no. threat. She just said it. She oh, just said God. it. And they've also said stuff like, um, like, uh, this person better keep my name out their mouth. Like they'll find oh. out stuff like that. Like, and it's like, yeah, you don't even need to be doing that, but it's also like, uh, like, so be it. But anyways, Shut up. Shut the up. great <laughs> thing, the great, honestly, I think the great thing about this season is it's actually going to set a great example. Like everything like that you saw Turner say about anti-bullying in the uh, renom ceremony where Amira and Terrence went up that is going to set a great example for players for years to come, I think. So um, glad it happened. I'm glad the leftovers came together. And if anything, uh, I'm glad that will kind of be a legacy of the season. They all seem pretty committed to at least the next couple of weeks. Eventually, um, within the leftovers, you have the four guys, uh, Joseph, Monty, uh, Turner, and Kyle. That's actually an alliance, too, called the Pound. So eventually it will be the Pound versus Brittany, Michael, and Taylor. So uh, obviously four to three because they are a seven-person alliance. But uh, I'd love to see them make it to final seven and then fight it out there. Uh, But we'll see what happens. Usually, you know, you try to outsmart first and somebody will try to make a move. They might have a double eviction. And so they might try to catch somebody that way because that's a quick way to get them out without having to wait for a week to go by if they do a double eviction night. So, um, yeah, but yeah, real quick and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, I got to give you the update kind of funny on Alyssa and Kyle because most of the time showmance is in the history of the show. <laughs> most of the time, um, if, 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 if they're into it, they go for it. Um, this is a, I can't think of any other situation where this has happened where you have a guy who's like morally conflicted. He comes from a Mormon background. He said at the beginning of the show that um, he's not like a hundred percent in with like the, the, the whole, uh, the, the Mormon church right now, he's like stepped away from it. But um, he also like wants to like respect his parents and interestingly enough, I heard on one of my feed coverage uh, shows that I guess uh, Kyle's mom like tweeted out or put an Instagram out or something with like the tags about like BB Kyle, BB Alyssa, uh, just say no <laughs> or something like that. So <sighs> it's funny that like you can see him in the house that he he keeps saying like, I'd love to like explore this, but we got to wait till he's jury. And you can tell that like, he really is in his head. Just like, I can't have my family see this. Like that really like is enforcing his decision. And we had two things yesterday, actually quite funny. Um, one, they were like messing around outside near the pool. And then he ran inside and went to the shower and she followed him. And he's like, go away. 
he's like, I'm dealing with a situation here. And he's like, if you don't leave, like, it's not going to get better or something like that. Yeah. Obvious. And she's like, what yeah. do you mean? What do you she mean? knew she was excited. She wanted <laughs> to help out. That's why, man, come on. And he's like, you got to go. So <laughs> later in the day, um, I guess whatever, gave hugs. And he said something like, oh, this is nice. And like, he's like, <laughs> before you made me sad, like you, you didn't, you, you, you uh, like revoked my hug. And she's like, no, this is nice. And then she started to try to kiss him <laughs> on the neck. And he's like, Uh-oh. no, no, no. He's like, we can't. He's like, don't, don't, no, 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 no. And he's like trying yeah, to fight it off. Like, it's like. <sighs> Man, what are you waiting it's for? Funny. Go hide in the bath. Go hide in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You can. Bath house guests have. So, honestly, this is like usually what happens. And I guess one, it's probably the pressure from home, but also Kyle really is playing the game. He's one of the masterminds of the leftovers, and um, he sees this as like in the history of the show showmances normally become targets. Everybody's like, that's an unbreakable duo. They'll never vote against each other. And what was also interesting about this Alyssa vote or Amira vote was Alyssa was on the side to to evict Terrence. And obviously Kyle's in the leftovers and he evicted Amira. And uh, Alyssa came to him and was like, I don't know if that's ever happened on the history of the show where a showmance has voted on separate sides and she might be right. I don't know if that's ever happened where a couple like didn't vote together. They weren't together. So, um, truly unique. Cause most of the time, um, the guy like usually on the show cannot help himself. And usually truly the girl does sink his game. It's a known thing. It just happened last year. There was a showmance, um, Christian and Alyssa. And yeah, it sunk. It sunk Christian. He was, I think, out fourth or maybe third because of it. Anyway. Just play the game. Yeah. So honestly, I'm shocked he really is. Like, man, what restraint. Because it's one thing to be on the show, but I also just know personally, I don't know. I know my honestly myself and just knowing guys like usually you don't have too much (laughs) self-control that much. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I could vouch for that. My, My single, my single years. Yeah, it was. A little tough. Right. Uh, it's got a brain. It's got a brain of its own. Uh, right. You, right, you right, young right. guys out there, just try to keep it under control. <laughs> he had right. to go run off. He had to go run off and take care of it. That's why. <laughs> yeah, cold shower. That's what he, he was yep. doing. He's taking a cold shower. God was looking down on him, saying, "What are you doing?" Right. Uh, exactly. So. <laughs> Anyways, that's where we're at. Uh, I am happy just in the state that the leftovers have taken over and uh, they should be in control and we should get Nicole out of here. And I'll be very interested to see how our exit interviews go 
because um, yeah, Amira, she did the rounds last week, US Weekly or Us Weekly, uh, Entertainment Tonight, some of the fan shows, the Winner's Circle. Rob has a podcast, all these and this and that. It was interesting. I saw one where I was like, man, this girl seemed like very nervous and unprepared. And I'm like, how'd she get on the list to like interview people? <laughs> mm. I don't know. But. No idea. But tell me, yeah. man, you should go on the show. I go on the feel show like, uh, yeah, I Just, feel like actually everybody always says like, Everybody that comes into the house thinks they know the game. And then, of course, the one thing you don't realize, but I do realize, is you obviously can't know what the viewer knows. The viewer does know everything, and you're not in every room, and you're not in every conversation. So, of course, you don't know. And it's like, it's, see, that seems to really throw people. Like, they think they're going to come in the house and know everything, and you often don't. And if you're Just not going there and play the game, Alliance then if you're not in the big alliance, then yeah, you're on the outside. That's Just never a situation game. where, it's, yeah, it's never a situation where it's like, oh, there's not, there's no alliances. Cause that's what happened last year with the first, um, the first alliance to make it to final six, the cookout, the all uh, black alliance, uh, guaranteeing the first ever winner black winner in uh, u.s big brother history last year they made history that was cool but also they steamrolled nobody thought they were actually working together and they were the whole game so they controlled it pretty much from start to finish last year all right we'll see yeah all your tv yeah all done and any movies no movies i did go to see um Thor again in the theaters. Uh, moms wanted to go see it, so I took her to see that. One thing I caught in the credits was that um, I saw Stephen Curry's name in the credits, and I was like, what? Steph Curry was in this movie? So uh, went home, checked it out, typed it up, and it turns out there's a uh, Australian actor by the name of Stephen Curry. He played... Um, uh, like uh, Kenya Khan or whatever his name was at the start of the film when uh, the Guardians and Thor are on that planet and the Guardians ask Thor to come down and then before uh, Thor's new catchphrase, uh, this ends here and now, and he throws the cape back and hits the guy in the face. That was, uh, yeah, the actor, Stephen Curry. So, yeah. That was interesting. But, uh, yeah, it was good to see again. Uh, still really love it. Um, still don't put it ahead of uh, Ragnarok, but, you know, love it. Um, on the higher end of my rankings, the further we go in the MCU, it's it's definitely harder to, to figure out where your rankings lie. It's usually when a film comes out, you're like, top MCU rankings, mid MCU rankings, or on the lower end of MCU rankings. Like it's, there's so many films now. It's crazy to think um, when we were towards the beginning that they would do those uh, marathons where you would watch, you know, Iron Man and then Hulk and then Iron Man 2 and 
Thor and then Captain America and then it all lead to watching Avengers and it's like crazy movie marathon and I remember they did it again um, when Ultron came out but it's impossible now since what we're like we're past 25 films now so those kind of marathons are impossible you'd kind of have to like pick and choose but you wouldn't be able to do a true order as far as like in the theater that would just be day after day after day after day so pretty impossible to do that but uh yeah um speaking of marvel real quick um dr strange on the multiverse of madness came out on blu-ray this past week and i had quite the ordeal with my uh target experience i showed up locally they couldn't find it so i went on the target app and it showed that they had two copies in store. And so I just put a, a order in to pick it up. A uh, short while later, they sent me an email saying that, uh, that it sold out, they didn't have it, and that, you know, we could ship it to you online. I was like, fine, just do that. And it was supposed to get here past Friday, and it didn't come. And then it was Saturday. And it didn't come. And you look at the app and it still said it was supposed to be delivered this past Friday. So I went to Target today and they had two copies there, which I bet were the same two copies that they were supposed they supposedly had on Tuesday. I bet they haven't even sold one. So it was sitting there. So I was like, uh, I don't know how to play this. So I was like, well, I guess I'll jump on the app and try to press cancel. I pressed cancel and it was like, sorry, like I like, we can't cancel this. So like you can contact the, the, the carrier if you want to refuse service or something of it. So I was like, uh, now what? So, well, so I ended up just picking it up and I figure, I guess if it does come, then I'll return that version. So pretty much a huge mess. And, uh, I don't know. I guess that's the way things are now with it. It's almost got me uh, pondering whether it be Target or Best Buy moving forward, if I should just flat out order online because uh, starting to think uh, I can't count on a local pickup, you know? <clears throat> yep. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard that uh, Stephen Curry. It's an actor. It's a different Stephen Curry. It's not uh, the Golden State Warrior Stephen Curry. <laughs> Yeah, I read something because it was pictures. Is Stephen Curry and Thor? No. And then I said, no, somebody else. <laughs> it's, yeah, the actor Stephen Curry, he's that king in the beginning of the film. That's what I was going on and on about. <laughs> Don't remember. The one that gets so, the, when Thor says, this ends here and now, and he throws the oh. tape off and it hits the guy in the face. That's him? Yeah, that's Stephen Curry. <laughs> okay. But not sports, the Golden State Warrior, Stephen Curry. Huh? <laughs> you got any sports? Uh, it's really slow right now in the world of sports for me. Um, my twice a week podcast, The Mismatch, my go to podcast is instead of two times, they're just doing one a week, which makes sense because news is so slow. So I'm glad they're doing that, though. But, uh, Otherwise, obviously, I've been on this Big Brother kick, so uh, been leaning on uh, 
both Cliff Hogg and uh, Rob has a podcast. I love Cliff Hogg. He's a former house guest, uh, season 21. He's always positive. He does a daily show, and he also keeps it brief, 10, 15 minutes, so uh, very listenable. The Rob has a podcast is always a lot more long-winded. They get into every little thing, and it's usually between an hour and two, so they really dig deep. And sometimes those guys are a little sarcastic, uh, but they do do good impressions sometimes, so I do appreciate that, but... uh, yeah. Um, gonna say on the, the, have you ever heard of that? Uh, Rob has a podcast. Nope, never heard it. <clears throat> I guess me. they've been. I guess they've been in the game like a long time, like back in the infancy of podcasting. So they've been around a while. <laughs> All right, but <clears throat> before we dive into everything else. Uh, some sad news in our <clears throat> in our fandom. Uh, Michelle Nichols, uh, I think she was a lieutenant commander of the Starship Enterprise. She played uh, Uhura. She passed away. Yes, no, today. Uh, today. No, yesterday. She was 89. Not really sure on what it was, but she passed. I know a few days ago we also lost uh, the great Wally Cleaver a.k.a. Tony Dow. Um, there was news that he had passed, but then his wife came and said, no, he's still alive. He was just, like, still, he was out of it, but but he eventually, he passed. He was 77 years old. Uh, we lost um, Paul Servino. For those of you who remember uh, Paulie and uh, Goodfellas, he was 83. He passed on the 25th. And the awesome David Warner, he played evil in Time Bandits, and he was Jack the Ripper in Time After Time. Uh, He was in Money Talks with Paul Sorvino uh, with uh, Charlie Sheen and uh, Chris Tucker, awesome film. Hella funny if you guys haven't seen it. Um, And there was another one the past uh, few weeks ago. Um, James Caan, he passed away. That one was kind of like, oh, man, that one came out of nowhere. And uh, there, there's been some other ones, but those were kind of the uh, the main the main ones up front. And it sucks because it's like, <clears throat> I know we all got to get old and we all got to go at some point. But then it just starts to, like, these are the guys that I grew up watching and yeah. Idolizing the movies that were in, especially Tony Dow. I mean, I didn't know the gentleman. I didn't really know him much more than just uh, Wally Cleaver, um, Jerry Mathers, uh, the Beaver, his, uh, his Theodore Cleaver, his his older brother. Uh, watching Leave It to Beaver, like since I didn't watch it when it aired, just all the reruns. But really love that show. James Con, other than he was in uh, a ton of films, uh, Godfather being one. My favorite film he did, I know everyone goes to Misery or the, the program. I loved him in uh, Alien Nation, the movie, if you guys have seen that. And Nichelle Nichols, I mean, just, I saw her once at Comic-Con. never got to meet her, but just to see her and the TV show and then watching all the movies uh, that she was in. And she really loved and adored her fans from uh, what I understand, people that have met her. Um, yeah, that one kind of hit. And I was like, oh, not a horror, but 
It sucks again. I mean, we all we all gotta go at, at some point. But I got one too. Families um, today. Um, huge, actually. Uh, a true legend of the game, and also a social rights activist, uh, Bill Russell, the eleven-time NBA champion with the Celtics. He was a reason they were so dominant and uh, made the NBA one-sided. Uh, for all those years, but uh, yeah, he, just he uh, huh? spent a lot of his formative years in the Bay Area. So uh, he had uh, multiple state titles at uh, a high school in Oakland and two NCAA championships with the University of San Francisco. So, but yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody thinks about. Uh, his civil rights work first. Uh, you look at those uh, classic pictures. He's there with uh, Muhammad Ali and all the uh, civil rights sports legends of the day. And yeah, he he was still at uh, NBA <clears throat> events just all these past years, and he was always making comments. Like one of the sports award shows, I think earlier this year, like February. He was like joking about being able to take. Uh, he was pointing at like Shaq and Matumbo and all these other centers. Uh, like I would, I would still take y'all. So, yeah, that's sad and sudden, but uh, you know, he was up there too. Twin Peak star, Lenny Von Dahlen. Dahlen. He he passed earlier this month. Um, I recognize his face, but I don't. I don't remember him in the show. Shit, he was only sixty-four. And this, these guys aren't old. Even uh, what's his name? Polly Walnuts, uh, from for you Soprano watchers. Uh, Tony Cicero, Cerico, I think that's his name. He passed. He was seventy-nine. Man, that's crazy. I mean, it's. it's Oh, and uh, this one was uh, this was back last month. Hello, Baker Hall. If you guys remember him, he's been in a ton of things. And um, sucks, man. Again, we we all go at some point. But oh, the other one that hit me was um, this one was a couple months ago. Andy Fletcher. He was uh, I think he was a keyboardist in Depeche Mode. He passed away. Uh, Ray Liotta. I don't know if we had mentioned him. Uh, that sucks. He was only 67. I mean, that's to me. That's still young because I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we also mentioned Fred Ward because uh, the bride and I on the Action Returns we're gonna be covering uh, Remo Williams. The adventure begins. He was only 79, and ah, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, everyone. Naomi Judd. Oh, jeez. All kinds of people. I'm just going down this list, and I forgot uh, about a lot of these ones. And Gilbert Gottfried, that one hit me as well. Uh, never met the man, never seen his uh, stand-up community, but it was. I just loved every time he popped up in, in anything. So, but yeah, shouts out to everybody's family, and thank you for all the stuff you be it be it TV, movies, music. Everything it's 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 a sad as well as sports with uh, Bill Russell. Um, I want now that you mentioned him, I was like shit. 
So yeah, I'm looking on this list. He was he was at the top of the list. I must just scammed over him, but uh, yeah, yeah, everyone, it's tough. I mean, so shout out to all of them. Uh, Star Wars moment. Nothing. So, all it is is Andor. So um, new Andor trailer tomorrow morning. Uh, Good morning, America. Um, uh, Diego Luna is going to be on, and yeah, new trailer for Andor tomorrow. And then uh, just randomly on uh, YouTube, I don't know if you'd seen these because I heard very little news about it, but I guess they did show Mandalorian Season 3 trailer and Ahsoka footage at Comic-Con, or not Comic-Con, but uh, Star Wars Celebration. Have you seen these? I just sent you the Mandalorian one. No. Yeah, I was like, really? How did I not hear about this? Because I was like, oh, it's got to be fake. But there's, it's pretty good footage to be like. No, this this looks real. It looks quite real. I was like, I don't, I think this is real. And there's the ah- Ahsoka one too. I'll try to dig up. But uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. Lots of uh, uh, space. Um, footage and the uh, the new Mandalorian, the N1 uh, Starfighter that he got in uh, Book of Boba Fett. He's featured a lot in it. There's a line of, I think Bo-Katan says to uh, to the child, to Grogu, um, you thought your dad was the only one or something like that, whatever that means. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to the comments to see if this was. It doesn't look fan made. This looks legit. If it's fan made, they did a hell of a job. Yeah. But it looks like somebody was just filming something. So yeah, I, and it says best quality, no crowd. So. Uh, there is I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think. I think somebody, whoever filmed it, filmed it uh, 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 a monitor, a computer screen, because there's one point you see his hand. Come up in front of the camera. So, um, this it looks real, and I don't know. Again, if it's someone that just knew what they were doing to fool us, uh, you you did a good job. So I don't know, uh, but uh, it looks awesome. So yeah, I'm ready for that, it. Juiced that and. Uh... Ahsoka, which was even shorter, but in Ahsoka, uh, just sending that over to you right now, there is a shot of the back of Hera Syndulla from Rebels. So it's great to see her. Uh, obviously, Sabine's going to be in it. We know Chopper's going to be in it. Now I just wonder if we're going to see Zeb. Um, that would obviously be the most interesting in that he is, you know, of a different species. He's larger so how would they do that would they try to do a suit would he be effects kind of like the hulk or something like that you know but uh yeah, yeah the, ahsoka footage, the ahsoka footage is a lot more um, subtle it's a lot of people's backs <laughs> i see somebody's hair off to the side 
Is there cheering in this? Because well, obviously whoever's filming it was. Well, no, it's edited. It's edited. These both these ones I sent to you are edited, so they edited out the the crowd noise. Hmm. Honestly, I just cool. can't believe I didn't I didn't hear about these. <clears throat> That's what I'm more shocked about. Like they just randomly came across my like YouTube, and I was like. Uh, probably like a fan thing. But then I was looking at him and I was like, wait, like, where would they get this footage from? <laughs> Especially that man. I don't know. I don't know. It looks legit. So I don't know unless someone can, someone let us know that it's fake, but it, it looks, it looks real. If it's fake, a shout out to whoever did it because it, it looks good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Andor, we get that trailer tomorrow, so we'll uh, yep. we'll be here to to run through it again with Andor. This is a story we know nothing about. I mean, we didn't we didn't even hear of casting Andor until Rogue One came along. So that's what I, I love about this is it's something like same thing with Mandalorian. We didn't know anything about that. So this is cool, right? On uh, what we're doing, and I know there's some people like uh, more Star Wars. Don't watch it. We'll watch I'm it ready. for you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the actual uh, air date is 29 days, 23 hours, and 53 minutes uh, before we get the uh, the first episode. So um, I'm ready. As far as Star Wars news, that seems to be it right now. Just Andor. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, real, really quick uh, with my sports. Um. WWE SummerSlam happened yesterday, July 30th. Uh, I was at the show, so I couldn't, I, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. So I still need to finish it. But uh, I watched one, uh, two, I think I watched like four matches. <clears throat> the first match was um, the Raw Women's Championship match. Uh, Becky Lynch taking on uh, the, w, the the Raw champion, uh, Bianca Belair. This was a good match, man, because these these gals. It started off a little slow and it was a little sloppy, but man, they were they were going for it. They were they were they were doing hard bumps on each other, and it looked at one point looked like um, Becky Lynch hurt her shoulder, because uh, I know they might have been fake and they just saying hold hold your shoulder to act, but it looked like she did when um Bianca Belair did her finishing move. At the end, it looked like Becky came down right on her shoulder because when she was laying there getting pinned, you can see her holding her shoulder. So, but I thought that was really cool. Uh, it was a really good match to start off SummerSlam. But when the match was over, uh, Becky still stayed in the ring. So I said, okay, something's going to happen. I had to stay away from spoilers, everybody, before I sat down there and watched this because I, I really had to stay clear of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Until I watched it. So uh, Becky, she stayed in the um, in the ring and um, she was uh, congratulating Bianca Belair. Because if you guys remember last year's SummerSlam, Becky Lynch made a return after being out for, for having a kid. She came back and took the belt from Bianca Belair for in like two seconds or something. It was so stupid. I hated it. But uh, so she kind of congratulated her and said it was all good. But uh, before uh, Bianca Belair could leave the ring, uh, 
music hit, and then Bailey came walking out. <laughs> uh, Bailey has been out for a while. She she had some really uh, major injuries to herself from uh, from performing, so she's been gone for a long time. But she came back. She looked better than ever. Uh, she's the Bay's champ. She's from San Jose, uh, from the Bay Area. So I, I gotta back her. She came out. And, she was, and then Dakota Kai came out, or EO Sky, or whatever they call her now. They came walking out and they jumped in the ring and they were gonna be ready to beat up um, Bianca Belair. But then Becky Lynch jumped back in the ring. So that's when they kind of backed out. So we, okay, we know where we're going forward with that storyline. So uh, we'll see what happens on Raw. Uh, the next match, I was really looking forward to this one. This one was uh, Logan Paul taking on The Miz. Um, it was pretty good, man. I mean, I love um, – I'm not so much with Logan Paul with his uh, his podcast or just his antics, uh, being hella rich and buying. I did see that video. I posted it on the Facebook page when he went to Dubai to buy that gazillion-dollar uh, Pokemon card. I can't remember what it was. Uh, if you have that much money, cool. But don't be stupid with it, please. Who knows? This kid can be, unless he's investing it good, but that money can be gone tomorrow. And you've got fancy cars, giant house, billion-dollar Pokemon cards. It's crazy because he wore that to, um, was this SummerSlam? No, WrestleMania. Uh, when him and the Miz <laughs> were out there, it was stupid. Go ask the scroll down some, but it's there. But but this was a good match, man. Logan Paul was bringing it to the Miz, um, as well as um, the Miz was was bringing it to Logan Paul. But the the highlight of this match when Logan Paul jumped off the top rope, uh, he put uh, the Miz on the uh, the announcers table. And he just did that big giant frog splash from from off. He flew hell high, perfect form, and came right down on the Miz. And then <laughs> the table would fall apart. Oh my God, that was amazing! Shout out to Logan Paul. Uh, he landed perfect, but I'm sure you still hurt just to do those high high flying moves. Um, Logan Paul ended up pinning it out. He he pinned the Miz. Uh, he took the Miz down. Uh, with his his own move, with the Miz's own move, uh, so that was that was funny. The skull crushing finale. Uh, Logan Paul did that to the Miz. And I, shout out to the Miz. Love him or hate him, but man, he's good on the mic and he's a good heel. I can't ever see him being a babyface. The, the Miz, you need to mic the Miz. You need to just ride this out uh, as a heel because he's awesome. Uh, the next match. We already saw this, and it was stupid. Uh, United States Championship match, Bobby Lashley taking on Theory, or Austin Theory, as he used to be called. This match barely went a couple minutes. It, I hate Austin Theory, first of all. And I was just like, uh But, yeah, Bobby Lashley ended up pinning him, and he's still the United States champion. That was just a filler match. This next one I was pretty excited about. Uh, Judgment Day taking on uh, the Mysterios. And a no disqualification match. Um, they gave that last match a B minus, uh, the Bobby Lashley and Theory match. Hell no, man. This match was good. Uh, CBSSports.com only gave it a C plus. Man, they were going hell hard. Um, the Judgment Day is uh, Finn Balor, uh, Damian Priest, and uh, the beautiful and lovely um, Rhea Ripley. Rhea just kind of hung out on the, on the outskirts. She she got in, 
got into a little shenanigans in it as well. But this match was cool. Uh, Mysterious was again, we're kind of getting beat up for a minute, but then AJ Styles music hit, and then he came in and uh, jacked uh, jacked up. Um, <clears throat> uh, who was it? I think it was. Um, yeah, I think it was Finn Balor. He took him out a little bit to help him and everything. So, but the Mysterios ended up winning uh, via pinfall. But before they were able to leave, uh, the the music hit. It got all dark and in the flames, and the camera spun around, and Edge returned. <laughs> so, with his brood entrance, that was awesome. He came back and he was talking all shit. So now he's going after uh, the Judgment Day because if you guys remember uh, they turned on him and, and beat him down. So now Edge. Uh, came back. He took a break for a little while, so it was awesome to see him. Uh, this was the last match that I watched. I was really looking forward to this one because uh, he did an amazing performance at WrestleMania. Uh, Pat McAfee taking on Happy Corbin. Uh, Corbin, love him or leave him, uh, love him or hate him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this match was pretty good, man. My, my hat always goes off to Pat McAfee. Uh, he's not good on the mic, especially when he's commentating. He always says things he shouldn't say, but... <laughs> Uh, he's entertaining, and he does his job in the ring. I thought he did. There was a few little mistakes, but uh, he ended up uh, pulling it out via pinfall, and he took out Happy Corbin. But I really love this match. Uh, there was a, there was a part where uh, Corbin got thrown out of the ring, and uh, Pat McAfee climbed up onto the top rope, and he was going to do a moonsault, and he couldn't get his footing right. It was all loose uh, and everything. But uh, he ended up pulling it out, <laughs> and he took out uh, Happy Corbin. But yeah, he uh, he, he uh, Pat McAfee pinned him, and uh, that was uh, that was the last match that I saw. I still have like I think three more matches. Um, uh, yeah, I got three more matches. The whole thing. So go over to uh, the wrestling returns when uh, Brian and I uh, run through the the whole card and give you our thoughts on the main event and everything. And it's a main event we haven't seen. We've seen, who knows how many times, uh, Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns. But I think I just spoiled myself. Um, but I still want to see what happens. But yeah, as far as sports, that is all that I have. So, so you haven't collecting? seen you haven't no, I seen the I Roman Reigns thing, huh? No, not yet. I kind of saw something really quick, but I got out of way, so I know. Something major happens. Um, we'll see. But yeah, collect. I think they were. I don't obviously want to spoil it for you, but uh, I'll be curious to see from you. I can't remember them doing anything like what they did before. So they tried to go uh, truly unique. I think. So. <laughs> yeah, and there's something to do with the ring, everyone. For those of you who don't even watch wrestling, just go to Instagram WWE. I'm sure there's a video there already, but. Collecting, what do you got? All right. Uh, my Comic-Con order arrived for Funko. Uh, so America Chavez with the little star effect. Pretty cool. Spider-Man 2099, how he looked like in the Spider-Man video game. Cassian Andor as he appears in the new show. Uh, Silk uh, with her white silk look. Purge Trooper, as seen in uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, Chrysanthemum from Book of Boba Fett. It's pretty cool. He's flocked. Uh, Scarlet Scarab from Moon Knight. Uh, the Penguin in uh, Duck Boat Ride. 
pretty cool. Definitely a end of year contender. Uh, the young he doll, the uh, character from Squid Game, the uh, green light, red light. That uh, character, the doll, the killer doll in the uh, yard. And lastly, the big giant size version of Miss Minutes. I got that one. So uh, pretty cool. It's really huge and it glows in the dark. So really excited for that. But yeah, another big year of Pawn exclusives, you know. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> watching some, but um, what was that thing called again? The little doll that was watching during the green light thing. What 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 is it called? So the box says "Young He Doll," H E E. Hmm. All right. Well, obviously they'll probably be back because we got. Yeah. Uh, no. They, I, I saw a thing. They revealed it's coming back. Please hang up and try again. Oh my gosh. Did you hear? I had the my mic uh, muted and I just ran through everything. Did, did you stick around? I did. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you actually recorded any of it, but. Uh, I, I don't think so because my mute was my mic or muted. Uh, let me run through this again, everybody. Sorry, I was coughing, so I muted it. And you should have said something. But, I thought the call uh, dropped. I was waiting for something to happen. <clears throat> All right, let me run through this again really quick. This will probably be fast. I won't talk as much as I did. But uh, when I was in Sacramento, I went to uh, G. Willikers Toy Emporium, and I found uh, Jen Jet and the Black Arts. Uh, her Funko Pop, awesome. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, I'm old and tired, but uh, I forgot this came out, so I, I I picked it up. So it's cool. It's from um her uh her second her I think it was the album after um I love rock and roll. Uh, I think it's um I guess it was her second solo album, but it's that yellow one when she's jumping up. So it's cool. Her and her white guitar and her red chuck. So awesome. Uh. Some addition to my music collection and this last one, which I will have to say again. <laughs> oh, I was at Walmart there the other day and uh, I found um, Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman uh, album. Is that what do they call these ones with the with the album covers? Yeah, just album covers. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I assume that. Yes, yeah, the Ozzy one. Uh, I love uh, Diary of a Madman. Awesome album. Uh, shout out to my cousin Evans. He's the one that got me into that one. Um, this, the sculpt is awesome. I love it. Uh, how Ozzy looks on the album cover. You see him. He's all bloody, uh, barefooted. And he's got his little fringy uh, outfit that he's wearing. So uh, I'm happy that I have this one. This is the only one out of the album ones that I have. Um, uh, I want to get that Guns N' Roses one, and I want to get that um, the Queen, uh, the Flash Gordon one. I want to get that one. So eventually... I'll get a hold of that one. Oh, and uh, I got a couple steel books. Um, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness 4K Best Buy exclusive. I got that. Um, I guess there was more flying off the shelves because there was a bunch in that uh, Best Buy we went into in Sacramento. Uh, I picked up the 4K version of uh, John claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren's Universal Soldier. 
Uh, awesome. It comes with a digital code. If you guys haven't seen that one, hit me up. I'll shoot it to you. The next one, I got the 25th anniversary limited edition steelbook for a good burger. I love this film. I know some people are like, why do you like that movie so much? I love I love Keenan and Kel. I thought they were awesome. Um, and this movie is hilarious. I'm happy that they uh, they got a um, steelbook. So but as far as collecting, that is all that I got. Oh, I'll um, I'll do a TikTok. I have a nice stack of uh, Blu-rays, so uh, I'll, I'll give you guys my um my Blu-ray update. Um, I know I got more, but this is just the stack that's in front of me, so uh, you guys can see uh, what I got. But as far as that, that is it. So we're almost out of here, everyone. Uh, random recommendations. What do you got? All right. Um. Let me give you my track first, uh, and then I'll find a movie. But uh, this is inspired by uh, over the first part of this year where Big Brother Canada was airing. And now if I want to see an episode early on its East Coast viewing, uh, I tune into uh, Hamster Watch has a link to Video Brother. And... They open up the their stream. They stream the uh, the new episode from uh, Can- the some Canada Global is the channel they they stream. Before they start streaming, they hear uh, a bunch of uh, music videos they like. It seems like mostly K-pop, and the one they always play right before the episode starts is. Um, from 2013, uh, Ty Yang off the Rise album, Ringa Linga. <laughs> and uh, I've gotten to know them very well from tuning into this. And uh, it's just catchy enough that uh, they, they finally got me. Damn, that song is catchy. So the funny thing was when I look into it, uh, this is all the way back from 2013. That's the same year that BTS came out with their first album. So it's interesting. Uh, this guy, uh, I don't think he ever made it really big, but uh, whoever runs this site is a fan of theirs. So, yeah. Uh, I never heard of it, but uh, yeah, it's quite catchy. Uh, Tai Yang's Ringa Linga. <laughs> Alrighty, I am going to go back to Ozzy's uh, Diary of a Madman album came out in 1981. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the first track I heard off it, off of it, and it's the out. It's the song that I love the most, and it's the first track, uh, track one, uh, "Over the Mountain." Uh, I just love it. It it just rocks from beginning to end. Um, I don't know what that what it was with that song. It just it just grabbed me right from the beginning. There's other good songs on here. You got Flying High Again and Believer and You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, Little Dolls and Die of a Madman. Uh, awesome, awesome album. Definitely check it out. But definitely check out uh, Over the Mountain from Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman. All right. And I guess my film I'm going to recommend uh, over on Netflix, The Talented Mr. Ripley. Still waiting on the... Uh, Ripley TV show. It's listed as uh, that it's happening this year, 2022. Uh, <clears throat> the guy that played uh, Moriarty 
in the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock. He's playing Tom Ripley in this, Andrew Scott. So, But I'm actually recommending the 1999 film with Matt Damon, Jude Law, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Kate Blanchett. So, yeah. Uh, looks like it's included on Prime, too. So it's both on Prime and Netflix. All right. I am going to also Netflix. I'm going to go to what year was this? 2003's Todd Phillips film, Old School. Three friends attempt to recapture their glory days by opening up a fraternity near their alma mater. This show's hilarious. This movie's hilarious. You got Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, uh, Jeremy Piven, the awesome and beautiful Juliette Lewis. I love her. Uh, Leah Remini, Ellen Pompeo, I think that's her name. Uh, The beautiful Alicia Cuthbert and uh, Artie Lang, he's in it for a second. Craig Kilborn, uh, Stifler himself, Sean William Scott, and and this movie is awesome. This is the first time that I heard of the the Dan Band. Uh, They're in it. I love that scene during (laughs) during the wedding, but this movie is hilarious. I love it. It's just, it's got tons of lines in it. Uh, a lot of cool classic characters that you remember, uh, even guys that were in the fraternity, like Blue, and uh, what's his name is in? I forgot he was in this. Um, Howard, uh, astronaut Howard Wallowitz, uh, Simon, whatever the, his name is from Big Bang Theory, he was in this. I forgot uh, that. So, but this movie's hilarious. The it's the rated R version. Uh, on Netflix, but if you have the uh, the DVD, I think I think it's on Blu-ray. Uh, the rated R version is a little bit, just a couple more minutes longer, but I like that one more. But this this movie is still awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen Old School, definitely check it out because this movie is hilarious. I think one of the funniest parts in this is uh, when they start they start the fraternity, and then um, Luke Wilson's character Mitch he comes home and doesn't know what's going on, so he, it's. Uh, uh, Beanie, his idea, Vince Vaughn, to start a fraternity in uh, Mitch's house. So he's like, "What are you guys doing? Why are all these guys here?" And we're trying, to, we're starting a fraternity. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> we don't even go to the school." And he goes, "I got all these strange people in my house, and and the only thing I want to do is is get some fucking sleep." And Mitch is sitting there or standing there, and his little son is sitting there, and then he kind of looks at, it, he goes. I can't believe it. What what do you got to start with the effing? And he goes, all you got to say is earmuffs. So he turns to his son and says, earmuffs. And he goes, then you say, shit, bitch. Or he fuck shit, bitch. And then (laughs) Will Ferrell goes, cock balls. And Vinny's like, he goes, come on. And he goes, I was only making a point. Don't need to celebrate it. So it's just a bunch of stupid things like that. Uh, Todd Phillips, he's he's got a lot of awesome movies that he made. And Joker being one of them. And... I assume he's directing the next one. I, I don't know. They he is. He is. Leave it alone. We don't need another one. It was fine. You're just going to ruin what you made. And uh, yeah, from my, what I understand, that one's not coming out for a while. So uh, we'll see. Joker 2 is what they're calling it. Just announced. Uh, Joker. That was the last movie he filmed. I need to watch War Dogs. Have you seen that one? I did. That one was an interesting one in that uh, they sat on it. The studio sat on it for years. And, uh, you know, Jonah Hill changed his look. He was, all, he was a little bigger. 
and uh, he lost a good amount of weight. So when the film finally finally came out, he actually looked a lot different because the studio sat on it for like two, three years. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's streaming on Netflix as well. I'm going to have to check this one out. I was always meaning to, but I never uh, got to it. I, I'm looking at uh, Todd Phil Phillips' uh, films he directed. Jeez, I've seen him, a lot of these. I didn't even know he did um, School for Scoundrels or uh, what was that other one? Due Date. Oh, he, pre- he was a producer for Project X. Um Okay, uh, I hated Gigi Allen. I saw that documentary. Uh, Road Trip, I seen Starship and Hutch. I didn't really care for that. Uh, School for Scoundrels was funny. Uh, the Hangover movies, I liked all three of those. Due Date, oh man, he made all kinds of. I liked him in uh, in the old school. He he made his cameo uh, in the beginning uh, when uh, Mitch comes home and uh, Juliet Lewis. Um, her character Heidi, she's uh, getting ready to have a, a little threesome <laughs> with this couple, and then uh, the doorbell rings and Mitch goes over and the guy goes, "Hey," and it's Todd Phillips. He goes, uh, "I'm here for the gangbang." <laughs> so, but uh, just he just makes raunchy comedies like that. Especially if you guys have seen the Hangover movies. The, those are, I didn't really care for the third one that much, but it was still funny. The first one being the best one out of those. But yeah. Uh, and if you've got Netflix, check out Old School. You know what else you need to see? The Scorpion King. Speaking of the Scorpion King, uh, when I was out in uh, Oklahoma, um, we were talking about it, and uh, Russ did see that. He goes, you never seen the Scorpion King? I said, no, dude, it's stupid. Because he was... Yes, um, Scorpion King! Going back to collecting... He goes, hey, man, have you seen this? He brought out uh, one of the WWE Elite Hollywood line. And there's it was um, Andre the Giant when he when he played uh, Bigfoot on um, Six Million Dollar Man. I was like, whoa, where'd you get this? I thought it was old. It like just came out recently. And I was like, oh, man, he goes, yeah, I saw it on eBay and and, and I bought it. So. But guys are selling it for arm and a leg already on eBay. I mean, 50, no, I'm looking at it right now, 60 is the highest. I'm going to try to see if I can find it. So keep your eyes out. I'll send you pictures of it um, if yeah, you see definitely. it anywhere. Um, and there's another one. I guess there's the, there's uh, a few of them that are out there because I was uh, today's the, the anniversary of uh, the great uh, – Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, the day he passed, uh, July 31st. Ooh, I don't want to start crying. Amazing guy. Uh, Roddy, we love you and we miss you. He's really touched my family when we needed it, and I was glad that he reached out to us. Um, but he's got his um, uh, Hollywood elite line. So if you see it, it's his character from uh, They Live. Uh, I was like, oh, man, so now I want this one. The reason WWE is doing this Hollywood line is WrestleMania is going to be in L.A. next year. WrestleMania in Hollywood, it's not even near Hollywood. (laughs) It's wherever that new stadium, football stadium is, so I'm going. Um, But, yeah, keep an eye out for the um, Bigfoot as well as the Roddy Piper one from They Live. And there's another one that came out, The Rock. Uh Oh, wait a minute. That's He's Luke Hobbs. 
I thought he was the Scorpion King in this one. I could have <laughs> swore I saw Scorpion King. A Scorpion King one. Um, you got to see I'm the a, Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was looking at these. I saw the Rock, and I just immediately thought it was a Scorpion King. So I could be wrong. Well, I guess he's a Hobbs from uh, Hobbs and Shaw and the. Fast and Furious deal. Oh, here it is. Here it is. There is one. Yes, from the the Hollywood line, the Scorpion King. <sighs> you got to see the Scorpion King. <laughs> Man, uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he'll always just be The Rock in my eyes. I love him to death, but hmm. <laughs> after after we talked about it and I rewatched the ending, of uh, Mummy 2, oh, <laughs> it was terrible. He doesn't appear like that in the Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, it's shout just, out to it's, Russ. It's just him. <laughs> shout out to Russ uh, for letting me know. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that um, uh, Roddy Piper as well as um, Andre the Giant. Uh, I'll send you pictures of him, so if you see him, uh, pick him up, but... Did you hear right, they everyone. booed? Did you hear they booed uh, the Rock at Comic Con? For what? He uh, implied that uh, Superman was going to be somebody else other than uh, Henry Cavill. So they booed him for that. Uh, well, we didn't even do our Comic Con thing yet, but they show Henry Cavill as Superman in that Shazam trailer, as well as Ben Affleck as Batman. So I got a little excited there, and I was like, well, are we going to get them again? I, I don't know, but I, I guess if you throw tons of money at them, they'll take it. But I have no idea. Did you get those right. pictures? Yes. All right. Those are the two that I'm looking for, mainly the Roddy Piper. But if you see uh, Andre the Giant as Bigfoot, let me know. Yeah, um, as well as. As well as all you listeners out there, if you guys see those anywhere, I mean, I'll I'll pay what it is and I'll shoot you some extra, but uh, definitely pick and grab them for me. Um, if I have to buy the eBay prices, I will, but I'd rather just pay a uh, regular regular price. But um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for those in my collection, mainly the Roddy Piper one. But all right, everyone, looks like uh, that is it for this episode. Not quite three hours. We only went a little over two, but um, maybe less because I'm going to have to go back and edit it, that whole thing when I, uh, yeah. I was talking and, and didn't record. Yeah, my mic was off, but I, I, I was don't waiting know. for we'll the see. call back. <laughs> and all of a sudden you came on. <laughs> yeah, I will see. I'll have to go over and go in and check it out because if I forget and don't take it out, I, I I spoke longer than I did when I had to redo it. So I don't know. That's just uh, how it goes, everyone. Uh, I was coughing because my throat is still all messed up from uh, singing too hard last night. So, um, yeah, but yeah. But with that, everyone, just be safe out there. Definitely go and uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, also follow the Magnus podcast over there as well go over to anchor and check out our, our feed over there with all kinds of stuff. We'll do some more big brother stuff. Shout out to everyone that reached out to me and liked our, um, the little big brother one we did over there. And we're doing the, talking about the live feed. <laughs> it's, that was fun. Shout out. 
uh, shoot over to YouTube and like our uh, YouTube page. There's going to be more there, uh, hopefully really soon. Uh, go on over to T Public, pick up an E Society shirt or a MacNez one. Shout out to Russ, man. I gave him a MacNez shirt, and he wore that at the premiere of uh, Reservation Dog. So all those pictures I put up, and he he was taking pictures with all kinds of people. So, and as big as that logo was on, on his shirt, and hopefully get some new listeners over in uh, in the native companies or native countries uh, out there. So definitely check out my show. Uh, I got uh, two more episodes coming up. I actually dropped two episodes within uh, the last week. Uh, check out episode 133 with Ghetto Geppetto and then episode 134 with the uh, Classic Wolf podcast host, uh, Robin Jackson. I follow both of them on all their uh, Instas and, and all that nonsense. <laughs> but uh yeah go like us on um follow us on uh east on uh, on instagram east society podcast uh our personals the zisu at magnes also follow at magnes pod uh for the show stuff and follow us on tiktok east society pod a shout out to uh mixlot beats production for doing our uh, intro and outro music go over to www.mixla P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N.com. That's MixLobProduction.com. Uh, Go over there and check out for all your beats and everything else that you guys do. Awesome guy. Makes some amazing, amazing music. So definitely go over there and support him. And with that, yeah, just be safe out there. We'll be back next week. We'll prom- promise to get uh, some new movies in. There was a new one that came out on Shutter that I want to check out. Um, go over to The Horror Returns when the, their new episode comes out there they reviewed it i didn't get a chance to watch it but i did see the first movie and that is the reef and this new one's called the reef um something i can't remember what it was called uh the reef stocked if you have amc plus or shutter go over and check it out another uh great white shark movie i know we got a couple this year that were garbage and uh from what i hear this one's garbage as well but i seen the first one might as well see this one I watched the trailer. This the CGI looks pretty good, but we shall see. But anyway, yeah, uh, if I do that one, I'm, I'll probably do a TikTok review of that one really quick because I did do um, Great White and I did um, what was that other stupid one? Um, the one Alicia Silverstone. <sighs> I can't remember. Go back on TikTok and, and find it. But uh, shout out to everybody that follows and uh, comments and everything over there. Uh, for all that you guys rock so but with that just be safe out there hopefully my voice will be better by next episode and uh we'll talk to you then so until then uh party on yep thanks everyone for listening till next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time you society